Welcome to Love Quest International Church. This is our series, Love Gone Wild. Here's Pastor Terrence Richmond. I'm going to start something this morning that I think I'm going to deal with in the next week or two. But this all nations, say all nations. Say all nations. And today I want to deal with the family guy. Say the family guy. Now, now what you got to understand is, is God is after the entire family. Okay, I need y'all to be encouraged this morning that God is after the entire family. Right? He, he needs you so he can get them. And he is committed and, 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 and he is committed to make sure that everything you are connected to and that is connected to you will be saved. Amen, Abigail. Amen. This is the confidence that you should have in your God. So you're not tripped up over other people choosing to sin or rebel against God. He is after your family. He is committed. He hears your prayers. Your family, your child, your co-workers, disobedience has nothing to do with God not hearing you. God is going to let them stumble. He is like the prodigal son. He's going to let them go try what they think they need, what they want, they like. And he's going to let them stumble. But his grace won't let them die until they come to him. And you need to be encouraged because you have a salvation to walk out. Parents, it is not your job as a parent to assure your kids don't stumble. It is your job to equip them so when they stumble, your voice rise up. They going to stumble. You stumble. For their faith to grow, they got to stumble. And ultimately, God does not want them to come to him because of you. <laughs> he, he wants them to come to him because of him. Say all nations. nations. Say the family guy. Acts 1 says, every time they were gathered together, they asked Jesus, Lord, is it the time now for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? Jesus answered, the what? Father. Come on, the what? Father. Come on, the what? Father. You can't whisper that, Effie. The what? Father. There we go, Effie. Is the one who sets the fixed dates and the times of their fulfillment even your salvation when you came to Jesus was a plan I had a grace to be in the club that, that wasn't his plan for me but he died so the club wouldn't kill me there's a grace period. You do got a time limit and you better get out on time. Or you're going to have to deal with some hardships. See, you, let me tell you, every single person in here, every person you plan, praying for, going to come to Jesus. Whether they limp in, run in, crawl in, if they on their last breath, on their deathbed, you will see them in eternal life. We just hoping minimal injury take place. 
And I know when I had my I do moment, what not? Yes, I grew up in the church, but it was 2007. And I heard the Lord say, son, I can't go any further with you. That I heard that. Okay, enough said. I had like five shows booked. And in my mind, I'm like, Lord, can I just finish these shows? Because I don't want to take no food off these these band members uh, table. They made plans. You know, when a band member make a plan, they deny other gigs. And, you know, so I'm like, I don't want to do that, guys. So five more. Mary, child at home, mama and grandmama praying that I get home and start taking responsibility. Pastor Julie on the phone late in the midnight hour. And my grandma saying, God's going to turn it around. And my mama said, it's going to work in your favor. Right. And so for me, the Lord said, go right ahead. But every show was trouble. Radiator busted, not because the devil. It's just you begin to see when grace begins to remove itself. Now, now I'm, 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 I'm trying to, I'm trying to help you. It's not that God removes grace. It's this that you have misused grace. And you are beginning to move out of grace. And there's grace for a little, there's a certain, you know how you like, put it like grace, grace is like commissary. I know that's a jail term is you put money on somebody books you put money on somebody books it ain't that the person that put the money on the books took the money off the books it's just the money that they put on the books ran out don't mean that the blood runs out but you can walk outside of grace and if you spend grace the wrong way eventually you have to reap the repercussions of your rebellion and so when God said to me son I can't go any further with you he wasn't saying I'm leaving you or forsaking you what he's saying is you have reached a point where the only way I can get you where I need you is the, um 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 you reaping the harvest of your actions not not the devil you reaping the harvest of the seeds you sown of rebellion and sin and i said lord i don't want to go through that man my turnaround came real quick i did finish those five shows my last show was at a high school i knew i was so done i smoked my little doobie from the last night and i had a little bit of uh vodka or something left right before the assembly like it's my last time so let me go get these students what I got and I walk somewhere I get my little doobie I drink and I went and did a whole out two assemblies I wasn't drunk or nothing I just wanted to finish because I knew I could I was never turning back I finished that following week I went to my pastor I said I'm saying yes to my call saying yes to be a minister of the gospel they announced it to the church week two or so after that I went from being in the pews to sitting in the pulpit you know there are certain churches that actually have pulpits where the pastors sit 
<clears throat> did that and from that day forward never smoked again from that day forward never drank again just done from that day to this day as far as cussing and certain language it just done I knew I couldn't keep walking and say I do so you can get away with certain things being engaged to Jesus but once you get married it's a whole nother ball game and that's why people want to stay engaged because they still get a certain level of freedom they feel But I understand that there was a certain time. It was too much prayer over me. It was too much. I was born in the wrong family to keep on living the way I was. Every person in here, you, if you wanted to do what you wanted to do, you was born in the wrong family. And you've come to the wrong church because now we got your name in our mouth. We putting you before the Lord all the time. You can't escape. It will take you extreme rebellion. It will take you extreme darkness to, to, to walk away from what God has for your life. He answered, the Father is the one who sets the fixed dates and times of their fulfillment. You are not permitted to know the timing of all that he has prepared by his own authority. You can't control the time of your kids and your co-workers' salvation date. All you can do is just keep sowing in their life and being that example. You can't make nobody turn around. <laughs> That's God's job. No man shall come to the Father except through the Son, but also he can't be drawn except by the Holy Spirit. Acts 1, but I promise you this, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will be filled with power and you will be my messengers to what? Jeru come on, talk to me to what? Jerusalem, throughout what? Judea, the distant provinces, even to the re remotest places on earth. God is committing to reaching every single person that has ever And all God needs to reach the whole family is one person in the family. <laughs> and don't resist being the one. I'm sorry you the one in your family. I'm, I'm sorry. But, but at the same time, it was predestined. You just want to make sure your kids ain't got to be the one because you chose not to be the one. man what is it I forget this what I think I left the wrong scripture up there but it's fine from one man Adam he made every man and woman and every race of humanity and he spread us over all the earth that's why all Adams if your name Adam <laughs> middle name Adam if there's an Adam in your family the first human being he named Adam Sometimes we get too, too common with names. But biblically speaking, every name meant something. This place is the place where we call the Lord provide. Whether your parents knew what they was doing or not. He made every man and woman and all over the earth. He sets the boundaries of people and nations. 
sets the boundaries of people and nations. Look, determining their appointed times in history. You got to catch this. The ba- where you're born is divine. As I said this yesterday at a baby dedication, you being born is not a oops. Maybe your parents had a oops that night, but you aren't their oops. You are a gift and God used their oops to bring in an interruption. sets the boundaries of people and nations your nationality is intentional I can't run from this skin I can't run it's intentional that's why racism is absolutely stupid it's ignorant it's the it's probably one of the lowest places of darkness and hurt and fear and hate it's 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 nasty right but but he said determining their appointed times in history Brendan do you understand that when you were born and everything that happens in this world in your city after you were born you were called to be a part of that time doesn't matter how violent it is don't matter how 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 unjust it is you can't sit here and be like oh my god why he he created you in this time to be an answer to this time He was very thoughtful about when you would be placed in history. So you play a part for for those that went before you, but you also play a part for those because there's people not born who he has waited for such a time to release into somebody's womb. You're not an accident. I don't care what you've thought. You did not get the wrong parents because the the problems that your family has presented you is the problems that God saw fit to mold you into who he created you to be. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. You have the exact family, you have the exact parents, you have the exact aunties, uncles, you have the exact city, you have the exact everything, you have the exact, you are where you're supposed to be. And if your family is that jacked up and you are hearing this word today, I would bid to you that you are the reason he placed you in that family because they jacked up. He didn't put you in that family to be another jacked up person. He put you in that family to unloose the jacks. To be the interruption. Yes, some stuff is hereditary. But what's more hereditary is sonship if you pick it up. He has done this so that every person would long for God. He put you in that jacked up family so you cannot depend on your family but depend on him. He gave you them kids with them issues so you could turn to him. He gave you them parents who abandoned you so you could depend on him. And if your parents do everything for you, then you'll get a jacked up friend who had a jacked up family that's going to cause you to get jacked up. It's going to drive your parents to him. 
Because what we'll also see is the gospel divides family. For gospel's sake, Matthew 10 says, I've come to cut. I didn't put you in this family so you can make your family an idol. I didn't put you in your family to make you the savior of your family. I'm the savior of all humanity. Yes. Family guy. For he is the God who is easy. Hold on, hold on, let me back up. He has done this so that every person would long for God, feel their, feel their way to him and find him. Feel their way to him and find him. You do know the club was a part of me feeling my way. If it wasn't, he wouldn't work everything together. The stuff you think is so deadly and so detrimental and so, oh my God. He's like, do you trust me? Are you making this about you? Are you making this or are you are you making this about how good a parent or how good a son or how good a daughter you are? Do you think that their mistakes is a byproduct of your mistake? There's no perfect household. There's no perfect parenting. That's why you can't tell me how to parent my kids. Because my kids ain't your kids. My house ain't your house. You don't have my DNA. You don't have my issues. You don't have great. You can give me wisdom, but don't be frustrated because I'm not doing something how you think I should do it. I am who I am. My wife is who I am. Your wife ain't my wife. I ain't the same. You can't tell us. how. It's just all these different mix ups. You can't tell people. It'd be funny how people get frustrated and tell you how you should parent your family. That's why they got that show out there to switch houses. Right? And even though you got a, a bad family, you go to another family and you like, oh, my God, I want my bad family back. <laughs> because it's just different dynamics. You have the same DNA in that household, so you function different. You, you can't family my family because you don't want you. you, you we, just got the diff, we just got different stuff. You aren't the interruption to my family. So stop interrupting my family the way you are. Assist, pray for me, speak life. Great, give wisdom. But don't get all in your feelings because we ain't made that decision or you think, no, you don't know me. We need wisdom. We need family. We need friends around us. But good, pe- good, good godly friends will tell you what God is saying. Not just what they think. But what is God saying? What we need to do is we need to walk alongside of families. And believe that God can change any situation. We need to encourage one another. We need to be pushing for reconciliation. We need to be pushing that people encounter God, not that God show them that we're right. God, God, reveal yourself to my son. Reveal yourself to my daughter. Reveal yourself to my mom. Reveal yourself to my auntie. Reveal yourself to them. Not show them what I'm talking about. It is through him that we live and function and have our identity. Just as your poets have said, our our lineage comes from him. 
right? He, he is taking a, 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 a statement, a poem, or a line of, of, of these great men who write, who, who is idolizing their images in statues, their images in their, their culture. And he's saying, I'm going to take that same, that same statement and my identity is found in him. He's my father. He's a mother to the motherless. Out of him came he and she. He all that. Matthew 28. Then Jesus came close to them and said, all the authority of the universe has been given to who? Hey man, we got one with us. We got one with us. Say me. Now go in my authority and make disciples of all what? Nations. One more time. All what? Nations. One more time. All what? Nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He cares about every single person. Every single, this word nations, every single people group. This word nations is not dealing with uh, Uganda. I'm saying we can't just be so focused at going to adopt adopt a reservation adopt an aboriginal kid build a school here let's go on a reservation and build some houses there stop priding ourselves going over to Africa and sending back pictures of our van being chased nothing wrong with that but if you are here there is the same need here he but we just read he's put us in our boundaries we need people to go but we also need people to adopt home he didn't put you here to go there only he called you to take care of the soil he put you in Matthew 6, pray therefore like this. Here's how he tells us to pray. Our what? One more time. Our what? So he's a family man. And this is where this generation may struggle with connecting with God. He's just God. He's out there. And that's why we're just creating. You can create any type of God if it's just something out there. You can create anything that's bigger than you. Any idea, any thought that's bigger than you. But the God that we serve is all nations father not look I need you to get he's not just master he's father he desires intimacy you are his child not his slave and his servant if you just see him as master more than likely you operate as a slave or an orphan but he's a family man he cares about your entire family he cares about every intricate detail of your family. Cares about the house your family stay in. He cares about the food your family eat. Believe for organic food. Believe for the best fruit. Believe for the good rice. Believe for why? Because he wants your family healthy. Scripture says once and what? For all. Once and what? For all. He died once and his blood took care of everything once and what? For all. The other priests couldn't handle once and for all. They're not our daddy. 
They're a part of our family. Once and for what? All. Pursue. Overtake. These are scriptures we've heard. Pursue. Overtake and recover what? All. Man, David was not just going to recover his stuff and his family. I believe David would have had a compassion in the heart to take back anyone that wanted to be free from the bondage that his family was in. You think his family was the only ones under the bondage and slavery of the people that was taken captives? There is people in your city that's bound to the government. They're bound to certain situations. And it's it, it's not just about your God, but it's about the, the, the freedom that comes from being connected to your father. They want a part of the inheritance of joy that you have. Everybody in here would be happy if they could flaunt around the city with the last name Jobs with the last name Gretzky name Jordan with the last name what because you've inherited the last name what's Drake name or last name oh Ham Graham his kids right how many of these people's kids will grow up and have to deal with issues not just because they're connected to fame but also what it may do to their ego Why wouldn't you be the same way in your posture being connected with the last name Christ? Why wouldn't you walk around with that same confidence if you had a billion dollars in your bank account? If you was riding around in a Bugatti as a 16 year old. You connected to the healer, you connected to the answer. You're connected to the provider. You're connected. Do you walk around with that same confidence like you are inherited or you are co-glorified or you are co-laborer? Do you, do you walk around with the same confidence that you are an heir to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords like you would if you was connected and had the last name of you fill in the blank, your favorite star? You wouldn't even have to have a last name. Just even if you got next. Oh, my God. She walked by me. We boast and post pictures to show people we at that concert, even when we up in the nosebleeds. And we feel good, man. I went to that concert, that Chance concert was. But you walk out, man, I was just in the presence of the Lord. I got joy, man. Right, because it's connected to, see, your identity can't be connected to status. He changed your name. So your identity can't be wrapped up in your family's last name, even if you ain't proud of it. You have a name to be proud of. So he gave you his name so you can be connected to royalty and legacy and to wealth. He gave you his blood so that you can be, be understand that you are connected to royalty. He gave you spirit. You are literally all things have passed away. All things become you are literally a new man, a new woman. But do you walk around with that confidence? But people will mistake your confidence for arrogance, cockiness, United Statesness, whatever it may be. No, what's wrong with me? Or you walking around confident the same way you walk around when you got your front row seat ticket from somewhere. When you got your new girlfriend or when you proud to walk around with your dime piece. Do you have that same confidence? Can people feel that same joy? Parade your relationship with the Lord through the city. 
Joshua 2, for we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea. We talking about Rahab. Rahab right here. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea. This is Rahab talking. For you when you came out of Egypt and what you did. Now these are some spies that were sent to scope out the promised land. They hid in a prostitute's house. And her name was what? Right? But it's the perfect it's the perfect place to hide, Adam. It's the perfect place. To, why is it the perfect place to hide? Because the city is used to seeing traffic go in and out of her house. Oh, you don't think the Lord want to utilize the world for his redemptive purpose? That's why you can't be at work as a citizen of your job you have to be at work as a spy you have to be learning systems like 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 joseph did when he was in prison how do you think he was prepared to to take over egypt and be uh, 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 over the, the the resources of the land because he was sitting in prison with, with with people the leaders of the government and he was listening to how they ran the land he was listening to the issues of the land so when he got out of prison and put on the platform to take care of people during the drought he already was accustomed to what the people needed and the issues of the land are you listening when you at work are you listening in the coffee shop or you just blend in and you become a citizen or are you in this world but not of it you are an ambassador. You need to tune in to what's happening in the world. What are people complaining about? What's going on in their hearts? What are their fears causing them to speak? The Lord is pushing out issues so we can know, so we can pray, and so we can provide. <laughs> All up in the prostitute's house. But if you can't be trusted with a prostitute, you won't be. If you're going to compromise, you can, you're going to sleep with the prostitute. You can't, you, 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 can't, you can't be trusted with that level of intimacy in the world. Same thing as Achan. We might get there. Can God trust you with the defiled thing? And what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were on the east side of the Jordan, Sihon and O.G., whom you utterly destroyed. <laughs> when we heard it, our hearts melted. Neither did spirit or courage remain in more in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God. And this is crazy because you will find in a place where these guys go and, and the children of Israel is like, man, we're like grasshoppers and we, they're, they're bigger than us. They're greater than us. There's no way we could take the land. But there's someone in the land that's talking about how big their God is. Don't let the world know your God is greater than you know he's greater. Remain any more in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is in heaven above and on earth beneath. Now then, I pray you, swear to me by the Lord, since I have shown you kindness. Since I have shown you kindness. Man, if you understand that you are to be friend in the world in such a way that they desire. Man, you are in. Do you understand? You are working with someone who don't believe believe God but because he's placed you there God wants to see them saved because he's interested in their family don't you dare go on your job complaining like the world don't you dare you gotta parade that joy because God is after that family not just your mean co-worker 
He's after your mean co-worker family. Since I have shown you kindness that you also will show kindness to my father's house and give me a sure sign and save alive my father and mother, my brothers and sisters and all they have and deliver us from death. What she is praying, she's like, I know your God is real. I'm asking you to please don't forget about us. Do you live such a life that people see your God and they like, man, I want that. And they may not say it now because they got in their world and they little pleasures. It's good right now. But are you standing long enough for when they little God let them down? And when they crawling back to the Lord, they can say, please, can you make sure you don't forget about me? Pray for me. Pray for my family. I need God right now. And save alive my father and mother, my brothers. Look, look, look at her prayer. She's like, I want my whole family saved. And she said, according to your word, so it is. It's later on because they promised, look, if you, if, you, if you keep this covered up, if you get us out of here, and when we come back, you let us in. Look, we, we will, we will, we, you see God making a covenant with the world. But he's making it through one of his sons who he has covenant with then she sent them away and they've departed and she bound the the scarlet cord in the window this is representative of the blood of Jesus Christ this this scarlet cord was let down out of the window representing freedom and escape redemption so Joshua saved Rahab this is chapter 6 Joshua saved Rahab the harlot with her father's household. God is not going to forget one soul. That's why he needs you to stand in the gap with her father's household and all that she had. And she lives in Israel even to this day because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent. That's why it don't matter if they saved or not. When the Lord causes someone of the world to be a blessing to you, it is your job to speak blessing over them. They might, might not know who they blessing, but it's whenever someone on the opposing team blesses you, trust that the, he said, if, if you, if you, if you uh, uh, obey me or you please, you, you please, I'll make your enemies be at peace with you. When the world is blessing you, it is your job to be on, go on behalf. Man, God is causing someone. They don't need to know who they blessing. But the Lord will honor the exchange through beginning to work on their behalf and cause uh, laborers to get in their paths and sow seed and speak life. That's not just your homie. That, that's just not your unsaved homie. And you can't just look at your unsaved homie, but you got to look at your unsaved homie family and the Lord wants them. So you take them to the Lord. Believe or you just think all good people go to heaven. And so what you do is retreat because you like ain't nothing wrong with them. They're an amazing family. Their family has everything. Having everything is not a sign that God is with them. Having everything has to do with working hard. 
that's a prayer. You work hard, you benefit from working hard. You don't need to know God to be rich. You don't need to know God to have a good marriage. But that's not what God is after. He's after a marriage of purpose. He's after the family knowing him. I, it, what does it take to have a good marriage on earth but, but live in eternal death? Now, if you place some more, more value on now than later, then you got it twisted. He didn't just die for now. He died for later. He died for eternity. And so I can't be satisfied just to have good friends. If I know that those people that I love here, I won't see there. See, agape is eternal. It goes beyond the veil. It goes beyond the now. It's concerned about your soul forever. Not just about how you make me feel today. I know a lot of good people. A lot of good people. There's a lot of good people that do evil too. I know that sounds strange, but they're good to you. They're good in public. They got a tie on at work. But they're addicted to porn. But they're good though. So the porn don't. Those, those little secrets end up one day biting. And since you settled for good, you couldn't see past good and intercede for their secret that is killing them on the inside. And a lot of what we think is good is the same way we see social media. We see everybody's best. It's a social front. Israel has sinned. They have transgressed. This is all in Joshua. Yeah, the walls crumbled, but it's all kind of other stuff. Yeah, they crossed the Jordan, but it's all kind of other stuff. Some of the things devoted for destruction, they have stolen and lied and put them among their own baggage. You see this? They're trying to hold on to what God is asking for. And they call sin to be in the camp. Some of the struggles I've had in my life is because my mom and my dad wanted to hold on to stuff God was asking them for before I was even born. What, what are you trying to hold on to that your kids will have to pay for? That is why the Israelites could not stand before their enemy. But fled before them, they are accursed and have become devoted for destruction. I will cease to be with you unless you destroy the accursed, devoted things among you. This is not my point. We're under grace, but you still reap. You still can reap from your actions. Up, sanctify. Here's the solution. Set apart for a holy purpose the people and say sanctify yourselves for tomorrow for thus says the Lord the God of Israel y'all want to know why we fast so much how many times between chapter chapter 2 and chapter 6 have God have they sanctified themselves? they sanctified themselves before they crossed the Jordan they went across the Jordan had to get circumcised and sanctify themselves now they got to sanctify themselves again after taking the land after taking it sanctify 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 <laughs> for thus says the Lord the God of Israel, there are accursed things in the midst of you. For thus says the Lord, the God of the Richmonds, there are accursed things in the midst of you. 
anything from that diet to your faith to your conversations to certain relationships you can put your name right there your last name your lineage there are cursed things anger pride fear look look oh Richmond's you cannot stand before your enemies until you take away from among you the things devoted to destruction there are things God is requiring of you and that's why I believe some of these family battles doesn't have to do with the thing that's causing you trouble just like just like just like Saul was not really David's issue but it was the Saul in David that was the issue and David had to deal with the Saul in him I got to deal with the Malia in me Malia just just showing me the Malia in me the Malachi in me the, the Micah in me the insecurities that my son hold that that was before they was formed I was insecure like that I know why you I was like that when I played I didn't give my all when I played on the basketball court that frustrates me so we can focus on our child or we could deal with the child in us that we never dealt with and just because you're a parent parenting does not give you an excuse to not deal with yourself you want your kids to be a certain thing but you're unwilling to deal with your anger you're unwilling to deal with your moodiness you're unwilling to deal with the stuff that no 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 parenting can distract you for 25 years that's why you got to give your kids to God and deal with yourself and as you become the example in your household the Lord will turn their eyes to the to the light that is shining he said I set you up on a hill to what be seen when you truly shining you ain't got to talk that much <laughs> you can drive up in a certain kind of car you yeah it can be rented but even to rent a Lamborghini you need some cheddar but what you driving in speaks to you can that's why you ever heard people what you do do i work at the dealership i'm just going to wash the car just want to pull up on starbucks <laughs> i think one of the greatest forms of parenting is letting god parent you <laughs> show your kids what it means to die to yourself Show your kids what it means to grow up. Show your kids what it looks like to be parented. Show your kids what it looks like to be a son. It's no different than when we took a group to California and they saw me sit real, real humble before our spiritual father. What did that do to them when they heard their pastor say, sir, how can I be a better son? When's the last time your kids saw you humble before the Lord, broken, Lord, here I am. Mold me, shape me, search my heart. In the morning, therefore, you shall present your what? Tribes. And the tribe which the Lord takes shall come by 
Fam, talk to me. By what? Families. He's searching families. And the family which the Lord takes shall come by households. And the household which the Lord takes shall come by persons. Every person in your house got to stand before the Lord. Me and Pastor Julian are going to be, here we go, Lord. Nope. First me. The man of the house. The spiritual leader of the house. And then on down. All got to stand before the Lord. And it's my job to set the example because I'm first so that when Micah gets before the Lord, it looks real consistent by the time he sees the Lord. Right? And, 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 and what we got to understand, the Lord is after the entire family to where he will pause time. He will pause promise. He will pause your celebration just to get the defiled thing out of this season. So moving forward, it won't be there. <laughs> and he who is taken with the devoted things shall be killed and his body burned with fire. He and all he has because he has transgressed the covenant of the Lord and because he has done a shameful and wicked thing in Israel. So Joshua rose up early in the morning and brought Israel nearby their tribes and the tribe of Judah was taken. He brought near the family of Judah and the family of Zerahites was taken and he brought near the family of the Zerahites man by man and Zabdi was taken. And they kept searching and kept searching. And then Achan came before the Lord and they found, they found the devout, defiled thing. And are you willing to allow the Lord to search your heart? And while you think your family is the defiled thing, he's trying to get that defiled thing out of you. <laughs> and you think it's them. Oh, my daddy this, my mama that. But no, 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 no. Take that plank out of your eyes and get the defiled thing out of you. Because the moment they get free, guess what? You still defiled. You could parent for 30 years, and then at the end of 30 years, you stuck with defilement. We all look, look, a thorn in your side, a thorn is not effective sitting on the table. That's why family will be your foes, because they in your side. need the tension in your family you need the tension in your workspace you need the tension in your friendships you need the tension in the church house because it's in your side if you ask the Lord to remove all the thorns out of your side then you're really challenging yourself to not be changed you think you would change without challenge <laughs> no you would not understand that the thorn you're dealing with is because the Lord is after saving your entire family look and your entire family is not even born yet you focused on your kids but they gonna have kids and God is trying to deal with something now in you and in them so that the unborn ones when born don't have to be born into that look, look, look. the Lord literally DNA as we talk it is information passed in the bloodline literally wake up Caleb it is literally passed in the bloodline 
What would happen if you dealt with the information now? Guess what happens? It doesn't get passed on. Certain ways of thinking, fear, all that. Poverty, all that is passed on from generation to generation. And are you willing to deal with your blood so that you don't pass it down the line? I'll close here. Say, God is after the whole enchilada. Not a piece, the whole thing. Sour cream and everything. If it's on the platter, he wants it shattered. I will close it. something from Charles Spurgeon he says though grace does not run in the blood and regeneration is not of blood nor of birth speaking naturally yet does it very frequently happen that God by means of one of a household draws the rest of the household to himself he calls an individual and then uses him or her to be a sort of spiritual decoy to bring the rest of the family into the gospel net. I hear Joshua saying, as for me and my house, we going to what? Serve the Lord. Acts 16 31 can you put it up now here you go Paul and Silas they doing a evangelistic apostolic missionary thing and they try to go to one city and the Holy Spirit forbids them it said nope not that way they try to go another way Holy Spirit says what nope not that way they try to go another way and the Holy Spirit says what Thank, thank you. And Paul rests and is being still before the Lord. He falls asleep, take a nap, and it says he had a vision, a dream. And in that vision or dream, he heard a man cry out and say, come and save us. Paul didn't know. It was just a vision. As he's on his way, her slave owners lock them up because it messed with their bottom line salvation will always mess with the world's bottom line that's why the enemy want to hold on to folks now they go and they walk through they're getting beat they're getting persecuted and then they get locked in prison all we hear about is at midnight there was a great earthquake but we don't understand why all hell broke loose on the way to where they were heading it wasn't about the earthquake it wasn't about the damsel it was about after that earthquake happened that security guard was about to kill himself but they said hold up we all good 
we didn't run we not running from persecution we still here your persecution will not kill me and he says I'm here and the man in trembling fear because he saw a miracle sign and a wonder because of some men and women who stood they didn't compromise they wasn't complaining in prison they was praising in prison and what happens he says what must I do to be saved how can I get what you got because I ain't never seen nothing like that I've heard about Christianity but never seen it operate in people's lives heard about joy but ain't seen it they preached the gospel to him he said I want my family saved and that same day family saved family baptized and if I had to guess they got the whole combo they got filled with the spirit all in one moment and if you allow persecution to take your eyes off of God's purpose if you want to get mad at the bailiff or the security guard if you can't handle persecution some people will miss salvation Paul and Silas stayed focused on the call and realized humanity was God's children he was after God is after the entire family he is after your co-workers he is after Starbucks clerk or Milano or wherever you go Tim Hortons the Lord even like the people that work at Tim Hortons And so what we're about to do right now is I just want you to take a moment. We're going to take a moment and intercede for our family. Because God is after your family. It's not about what church they go to. But the Lord is after your sister. He's after your mom. He's after your brother. It, it, it does, it, he, he's after them. And the Lord is not just after them coming to church. He's after that mental illness. He's after that sickness. He, is after, he wants your family not just saved but whole. And you, I want, I want you to stir up your faith and believe. Some of us have given up and just like, whatever, God, they in your hands. They are in your hands, but they need to get in your mouth. They need to, you need to begin to intercede for your family. Some of your family is saved, but they are lukewarm. They walking off the, they are walking off the path. They're walking in deception. They're not connected to the vine. They're stale in their faith. God is after them. He's not just after new blood. He's after stirring up up the faith of those that have fallen by the wayside and so right where you are if you love your family you care about your family your co-workers you might be your co-workers whoever it may be I can I declare that right now the Lord will place people on your heart he will give you his compassion for them and just begin to intercede for them right now right now right where you are right now where you are we're all out of time but we're never out of word Tune in next time and visit our website, lovequestchurch.com.